Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Steve Harvey talking about imagination. Steve is really talking about faith in this episode. He says imagination is the evidence for things not seen, and that faith is really your imagination. If you use your imagination to direct the effort you put in, there's no way you wouldn't achieve your goals. Whether it's a weight, relationship, or financial goal, you can use your imagination or faith to guide you. So make sure you have strong faith, just like I have faith that you'll leave a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts with the link in the description. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's been important for me to empower my children, but not only my children, but thousands of young people across the country. And education is the key for a lot of people. But when I speak at colleges and stuff, I tell people, number one thing in your world is not your education. It's your dream. So what you dreaming about, y'all? What you still dreaming about? What is God still showing you in your imagination? What are you so afraid of? Why would you not take that leap and go for it before you mess around and die? Why would you not go and see what God really got for you before you leave this world? My life is favor. Bishop Jakes told me one time, when you got favor on your life, no matter what you're thrown into, you're going to always rise to the top. I have been thrown into a lot, but because of favor and grace, I just keep I just keep showing up somehow, man, no matter what they do. And so all of this that I have is really because of the grace of God. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You've got to have a tremendous work ethic to be successful in here. You really do, man, if you want to be successful, because it's, it's going to be a lot of trying times. So you have to have a tremendous work ethic. But... You've got to have faith. There is a scripture that Albert Einstein took this quote from. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when I told you a minute ago, you got to have a tremendous work ethic, but you got to have a lot of faith. I talk to so many people who get older, like some of us are, and they've lost their faith. Well, faith is really simple. It's the, faith is the substance of things hoped for. All that means is in the beginning, you just hope something pop off. You know, you just kind of hope something happened for you. I was hoping I would get on TV. I wrote it on a piece of paper when I was 10. I want to be on TV. The problem I had when I wrote it at 10 was I suffered from a severe stuttering problem. I could not talk outside of my house. So can you imagine what I wrote on a piece of paper? I want to be on TV and turn that in. First thing the little boy next door next to me asked me, he did, well, how long is your TV show gonna be? But when I wrote it on the paper, it wasn't factual. It was just hoping. You just gotta start with the hope. Faith is the substance of things that you hope for. You just hope something, Joe. Then what happened is through grace and favor, he give you a couple of them things you hope for, and then you're supposed to start believing then. Because now it turns into faith. But if you take this scripture, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What is the evidence of things not seen? I just told it to you. Albert Einstein said, imagination is everything. 
It's the preview to life's coming attraction. But guess what? Your imagination really is. It's the evidence of things not seen. Because your imagination, you know why it's the evidence of things not seen? Because you're the only one who can see it. Your imagination is actually God showing you a preview of a coming attraction that he has for you. The moment you don't believe in your imagination, you negate what he got for you. Your imagination is the preview to life's coming attraction. It is the evidence of things not seen because can't nobody see it with you. Your problem is you keep telling your imagination to the wrong people. See, if you want to kill a big dream, tell it to a small-minded person. It's dead. How many times, man, have you had a tremendous idea? Something you thought was the one and you wouldn't told it to your loved ones and your so-called friends and they shot it down. I mean, you was convinced that it was just, oh man, I just came to you. And you told it to me and they shot it down. And you thought since they was your loved ones and they friends and they got your best interests at heart, you believed them. You was wrong. They taught, you let them talk you out of what God got for you. Some of y'all still sitting here with the ambition of opening a business one day, but you scared to go start the business because you got a job and you got bills. Rich people got bills. Everybody got bills. Hell, I got bills. You, you, who, you, everybody owes somebody something. I got something with the bank right now. You're going to let the fact that you got some bills stop you from opening the business, the thing that God didn't put in your imagination. So you're going to squash that because you got bills. Everybody got bills. Your real life is in your imagination. Can you grab what I'm telling you? So I don't know what you thought I was going to say to you. I'm just a real dude. I don't even have the education you all have. I flunked out of school. I flunked. I ain't got no education. I don't use four-syllable words. The only four-syllable word I know is my bank account. What I'm sharing with you is stuff that everybody can apply today. If you are sitting in here thinking that you're too old to listen to what Steve, hell, I'm 60. I'm 60 years old, but I still rely on my imagination. See, if you think you're too old to make it, let me give you a prime example. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders has been frying chicken his whole life. He was telling everybody he had the best chicken in the world. Ain't nobody believing. They turned him down everywhere. Colonel Sanders didn't get a franchise till he was in his 60s. Kentucky Fried Chicken sell more chicken than anybody in the world today. So if you're sitting there thinking because you got a little gray on you, you're too late, as long as God waking you up in the morning, that's the sign that he ain't through with you. So what you tripping for? You're sitting up in here like, like God can't do nothing for you because you're 60. Man, you know what I'm asking God for right now? And I'm 60? If you could see my vision board, you would be blown away. Because I got enough right now. I really know. But I ain't in the need business. I'm in the want business. 
Ain't nothing wrong with wanting something. Quit going down to these churches y'all sitting up in here going down to, keeping you in these little boxes. God got a big life for you. The only person ain't get and look, and I love church. Don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking church. Don't you don't don't tweet that. Steve don't care for the church no more. I didn't say that. But don't go down there, memorize all these scriptures, and then don't apply none of them to your life. That's what I'm talking about. Quit going down there just to go and just get a couple of scriptures and apply them to you. The smallest scripture I ever read changed my life. The scripture real simple. You have not because you ask not. Do you know the difference that that could make in your life? I'm just giving you real talk now. See, you have not because you ask not. When the last time you really asked him for something? Or do you keep making requests that's inside the confines of your paycheck? When you gonna get outside of that? Didn't I just tell you God ain't in your paycheck? Didn't I just tell you he ain't in your job title? The life God got for you is in your imagination. Why you still imagine this stuff? Why you keep dreaming of a summer home? Why you keep dreaming of retirement, leaving your grandkids money? So I'm at the age now where I think about my grandkids. I got seven TV shows. Dog, I only need one. One show pay me enough money. I do not live my life in the confines of what anybody says to me. I let my imagination go, and now imagination is a preview to life's coming attraction. But what that really means is, is God showing you a preview of what he has for you. So now, if you have not cause you ask not, do you understand if you up your ask, he has to up his give? Just period. This is simple stuff that anybody can apply. You ain't even gotta have no degree to do this. You don't even have to have no money to do this. You can start this today and change your whole game cause you are gonna need grace and favor anyway. Listen. I have asked God for some tremendous stuff. Everything he hasn't given to me is on the way. I have no doubt about it. Why would he not? See, look, can I tell you what really prompted this thinking in me? When I was homeless, I lived in a car for three years. I made some decisions in my life, man, and threw myself off a cliff. My decision, October 8th, 1985 I walked into a comedy club for the first time had never heard of a comedy club all my life I wanted to be on TV I signed up for the following week because I just wanted to see what the comedians did man I wanted I was saw stand live stand up for the first time they had 10 acts supposed to go up nine of them went up the tenth guy got scared and went ran out the door so I had signed up for the following week. The guy says, listen, we lost our 10th act. We're going to go to the phones. We're going to go to the week from next week. If Steve Harvey's here, come on up now. And the crowd start clapping. I was eating a chicken wing and drinking some grapefruit juice. And I turned to the girl and I said, it's a dude in here. Got the same name I got. She said, you the stupidest bastard I know. So I ran up on stage, I'm doing, I don't even know what to do, but I just started 
talking about boxing and stuff that happened to me. Audience was hollering, laughing. They brought all 10 of us back up on stage. They had a clap off. I won the clap off. I won $50. I cried from Cuyahoga Falls to Cleveland. The girl kept saying, why are you crying? It ain't but $50. I said, no, you don't understand. This way more than 50. This is what I do. She said, what you mean this is what you do? This just your first time. Uh, you don't understand. Something happened to me. I won amateur night. I went to work the next day, October 9th, 1985, and quit my job. Now, I don't recommend that you do it that way because two years later I was homeless because the first year of comedy I made $3,400. The next year I made $4,800. And the third year I made $5,300. I got a wife, a set of twins. I'm sending every dollar I got to them. So I tried to live on $50-$75 a week gas with 38 cents a gallon back then. I just stayed in my car. So I lived in my car for three years. Three years I lived in my car. And what happened was, I just said, man, so I used to fish all the time to eat because I'm a fisherman, I'm a bass fisherman. So I used to stop at lakes and ponds and just fish. And every night, every month, I get run off from somebody's land. Hey, get away from here. Hey, move along, that's not yours. Hey, stop fishing here. I just get run off. And he didn't understand. And one time I had fish on the line. They said, you got fish on that line? I said, yeah, throw them back. I had to throw them back because I used to stop at rest areas with them little cast iron grills. I kept charcoal in my car. I started firing. I eat fish. There's some days I wouldn't eat. So that they thought I was just fishing, but I was eating. So I said one day, I said, man, you know what? One day, man, I'm going I'm to get myself some land. I'm going to buy myself a piece of dirt. So fast forward, God bless me. I get on TV when I'm 38. I'm on Showtime at the Apollo. Lord, have mercy. They gave me my money. I saved my money up. I saved $250,000. I said, I'm going to give me some land. I went to Texas. And I'm about to buy some land. But before I went to buy the land, I was curious. I just had the thought. I said, man, I wonder how much land is on earth? How, how many acres is on earth? Because you know it's not going to change. You know, God lets you fly, God lets you dive on the water. God don't let you make dirt. You can't make dirt. So I looked it up. It's roughly over, just a little bit over, 36 billion acres of land. 36 billion acres of land. So I just got a little bit more curious, and I said, well, how many people on earth? I looked it up. And there's about six billion people on earth. So I did some Steve Harvey thinking. I said, okay, if it's 36 billion acres of land and it's about six billion people on earth, everybody ought to have six acres of land. Not just me, you know, I just, just thinking. So I asked God, could I have six acres? That's all I wanted. Because you know the one thing I wanted? I didn't care if I put a house on it or nothing. I just wanted to be a stand somewhere and couldn't nobody run me off. I see a piece of land in Texas, so beautiful, I couldn't believe it. It had rolling hills, had a pond on it where I could fish. I, the dude took me over there, I look at the land, and I'm, and I'm looking out, I said, man, this is great right here. 
I said, sir, how much is this right here? He said, well, it's about $600,000. I said, man, I ain't, I ain't got that kind of money. He said, well, how much do you have? I said, I got $250,000. I said, well, let me think about it, man. He said, let me think about it. And I was standing there, and then I stopped. I said, sir, can I ask you a question, man? How many acres of land is that? He said, this is six acres. Six. Six years ago, I just asked God, just give me six. See, I didn't want a whole lot of acres. I just wanted my cut. Just give me my six. And so I said, ain't this crazy? So I thought about it. I said, man, what can we work out? Right before I got ready to say it, the guy that took me over there said, Steve, let me show you something right quick. He took me to his house. He said, let me show you something. He took me over and showed me this land, and it was massive. It had three lakes on it. It had rolling hills. It had trees. It was unbelievable, man. I said, man, this is incredible. I said, man, how much is this? He said, this 16 acres. I said, hey, man, I ain't got that kind of money. Let me go on back over here to this dude where I can, Mike can cut a deal. He said, well, let me ask you something. What was you going to give that man over there? I said, well, I hadn't worked it out yet because all I got is $250,000. He said, well, listen, I'm in a little bit of a tight right now. He said, if you can bring me 250000 cash by tomorrow, i give you this 16 acres. I showed up next day, $250,000, 16 acres. See, that's grace and favor right there. That's what that is. So my first piece of land was 250 acres. So I said, man, this is the land that I'm going to save for my family. I'm going to fish on the rest of my life. I'm going to be an old man. So then I got to thinking, I said, hold up, man. You mean you have not because you asked not. I asked for six, six years ago. He showed me six, but he gave me 16. Now, let me tell you something. I'm so busy now, I don't even get to go to that ranch. I never can go. And I thought I was going to be fishing and save it for my kids the rest of life. But God had another plan for me. That's the ranch that I have my mentoring camp on. I bring a thousand black boys out there with a thousand single mothers. And that was the purpose of that ranch. I never go there to fish at all. But see, that's what I wanted. I thought that's what it was for. But God got another plan. His way is way bigger than yours. You can't even see his way. But you got to start to hustle. You got to give God something to work with. Look, if you start hustling and grinding, he'll fill it up for you. But if you ain't got no hustle and no grind, he can't fill it up. So guess what? I don't ever go there to use that land for fishing or not. But I'm changing boys' lives over there.